Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Looking to go solar? MTE's Pro Solar Program is committed to educating members on the process and helping them achieve their renewable energy goals. Learn more at Pro Solar about Pro Solar at mte.com slash pro solar. We're talking about the uh, Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic today. Dawn Roberts is uh, joining us here this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. It's been a while. It has. It's been uh, a, a little bit. And uh, you've had a big event since the last time we talked. We did, yes. We had Paws and Pearls, and it was a super successful and a lot of fun. Did it feel like normal? Uh, you know, I know this last few years we've had COVID and changing dates and all that kind of thing. Did it, did it feel like one of the first normal things, I yeah. guess, you've done? <laughs> yeah, it was so nice to be back in, in yeah. the spring. So um, it was a sold-out event, and everyone had a great time. And so we're looking forward to the next one. It's uh, I don't remember the date exactly, but it's 2024. Um, mm-hmm but I don't have that on top of my head. That's your largest fundraiser. I think you have a couple, right? Yes. Yeah, that is definitely our largest fundraiser. This was the 11th annual. Um, We also have another fundraiser, um, Barks and Bourbon, and that happens in September. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to that, and it all benefits the foundation, which um, keeps the clinic going and other things. Correct. Yes, it um, it helps keep the operation of the clinic going, and then we also do... um, education where we right now we're providing kind news um to fourth graders in rutherford and canning county as well as some of the city schools uh it helps with our community outreach where we provide dog and cat food to um, various organizations that do human drives we have had a couple of distributions at our facility we'll have another one in may um, details will be on our website and facebook page for that that anyone's needing food for their dogs or cats are welcome to come mm-hmm. And then we also give vaccination clinics to the some senior centers as well as those facing homelessness. So uh, I think maybe a lot of people are are shocked to find out uh, everything that you are doing. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you just think about the clinic, but there's, there's a lot more than just that. Absolutely, yeah. We uh, we try to focus on helping the community in a way that you know to help keep pets you know fed and help their humans and things like that. Well, um, the uh, clinic, how are things going there? I'm sure busy as ever. Busy, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, still search for a vet. And then we've had a couple of support staffing um, things that have come up. So, um, you know, we're just, we're making it. We just ask people to be patient. So... I guess that keeps you busy too. It does, <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, yes. So, um, before taking over as the uh, executive director, um, what was it that you did there at the, the clinic? Actually, I started out in the clinic. So, That's what I yeah, thought. So. Yeah, at the uh, you know kind of a CSR vet assistant and things like that, and then uh, Amanda started um, mentoring me to kind of when she was going to she had planned to retire. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of slowly going through that to transition before the sudden passing of hers so. yeah I, I i still think about that it was springtime and but uh while we miss her i know that that was kind of the uh the plan but i, I just couldn't remember exactly how you you started and um you know so you obviously know the clinic side and can sympathize with staffing issues and absolutely things. yeah and i can step in and pretty much help where wherever is needed so um which i do frequently so 
Well, that's awesome. Uh, we've got Dawn Roberts joining us today with the Beasley Animal Foundation and uh, Clinic here. And we're going to kind of talk about something that uh, is you might think about it a little gross maybe even but uh something that our pets have to deal with and that's parasites right right yeah you know um and a lot of people start thinking about it now as the weather gets warmer especially you know down here um april was um heartworm prevention month awareness month so you know we always like to i think a couple months back i kind of went into much more detail about heartworms the cycle and kind of what it does to the animal and things like that but you know april's just a kind of a nice reminder that you know dogs really need to be on heartworm prevention year-round um you know it's just it's cheaper than getting the infection and you know you can get a monthly oral tablet or pill or you know full service vets do offer like the sixth or twelfth month shot that they can get for prevention but Mm. you know so once a year it's just always good to kind of remind people about heartworms and how it really is you know something that you know all dogs especially in tennessee and the south should be on but it's kind of showing that it's showing up in all 50 states and you mentioned dogs but cats too right yeah cats can i mean can get heartworms but it's definitely much harder to diagnose and um so you know it's full service vet anyone that's a cat owner probably needs to discuss the risks and you know chances of coming down with heartworms with their full service vet but my dog is a natural host um, for heartworms a cat isn't but uh, but there is you know we can't you know there is cat worm cats can come down with heartworms but it's just not nearly as common and harder to diagnose for um dogs i know that you know the for just give you an example of what we just went through you know a month our, our yearly um kind of screening exam at the vet and they did a heartworm test to make sure and you know stay on the heartworm preventative year round um that's what they suggest but i mean you do the test i guess yeah. uh, just to make sure things are still okay right yeah the test is required annually um just to make sure that you know the preventative is doing what it's doing and i mean if you miss one dose um at that point in time your animal can be infected so yeah um the american heartworm association and most vets follow that it's recommended a heartworm test every year every 12 months and then you can get another 12 months worth of prescription for the preventative as well as have an exam um, because it is prescription medication yeah and and if you think gosh i don't want to give my dog a pill each month or whatnot um our dogs take those little chews and they think it's just like a treat right so. yeah yeah there's yeah there's oral there's oral options and then like i said you know full a lot of full service vets offer um injectable um preventative we have don roberts joining us here with the beasley animal clinic and uh, beasley animal foundation now um you mentioned just a second ago heartworms in all 50 states and mosquitoes it's it's a year-round preventative i mean you know i've been bitten by a mosquito in december so you know they're here all the time it seems yeah especially you know in the south and the warmer you know more um humid areas but um you know the american heartworm society just released a certain uh very current survey in 2023 and said that you know um there is you know while tennessee is still one of the top states um they did prevalence of heartworm kind of expanded in some of the areas in our state but it also kind of expanded in states that you know necessarily haven't been high risk such like Washington Oregon Connecticut so you know it's 
it's wise recommended that dogs, no matter where you are, you should have them on heartworm prevention because, you know, while we don't know what the reasoning is for these numbers and these intakes of, you know, heartworm numbers, you know, a lot of people travel with their dogs now. So if somebody's traveling with their heartworm positive dog and doesn't realize it, you know, oh, a mosquito yeah. bites that heartworm positive dog and then it can pass it on. So, um, it's it's just something that everyone needs to be concerned about so the mosquito is the carrier from animal to animal yeah, yes uh so we're, we're talking about parasites and so heartworm that's one that kind of automatically comes if you've had dogs and you live in tennessee you know that your veterinarian talks about uh heartworms all the time make sure you have that test but there are others um and one that i'm thinking of is fleas and ticks too because you can even get the heartworm medication and a flea and tick preventative in in one dose there's some of those too right yeah so that kind of that kind of helps people stay in compliance i mean really you know i was picking ticks off of my horses and dogs in january so i mean it really Mm. we really don't get cold enough to even kill fleas and ticks at all the time so you know that's something that you know everyone you know thinks about fleas and ticks this time of year and the creepy crawlies and stuff but you know it's something that really should be considered year-round um you know fleas and if your dog has fleas it's it's important to treat your dog but also you need to treat the area around it the you know bedding and everything like that you got to kind of just do all one kind of treatment just to kill the eggs and everything like that it's making me itchy right now just thinking about (laughs) it (laughs) yeah uh and i i have to admit that I've been on a kick of watch, watching National Geographic Wild, and they have a lot of uh, veterinary reality shows. But they, the veterinarians, are uh, going around treating various animals, and uh, this one in particular. And I didn't know this, but uh, they were treating a rabbit for a really bad infestation of ear mites, and they were talking about how fleas can maybe cause that problem too or you you know it's just all kind of all related yeah so i mean if you've got a clean environment um and everything like that it just kind of good immune system for your pet healthy it really does help kind of fight off all of those critters and and fleas i mean if there's one there's a thousand right absolutely (laughs) yeah that's i mean they they multiply and like i said if so if you have a flea on your dog or cat likelihood that they're bringing it in from outside and you could have it inside and then you just kind of have to you know treat your inside bedding furniture everything like that yard at all at one time to kind of really uh just kind of stop the cycle and um flea and tick preventative is important but uh if if your dog has fleas or ticks and you notice them which can happen even with a preventative if it's right you know yeah, it's not 100 yeah. percent guarantee but it does minimize it yes so what are some suggestions what would folks need to do uh if they see that there are fleas or ticks and or ticks yeah. on their dog or cat? i mean i would definitely um while there's a lot of over-the-counter products for this i would definitely talk to their veterinarian um whether that's beasley or their full service vet um the full service vet you know is the history of the animal and stuff just to make sure that the product that you know they're using is not going to cause additional problems that's not toxic to the animal or anything like that you know so a lot of the products that come from veterinary clinics though are prescription and you know uh there has to be an exam annually for 
um, prescription medication to be dispensed, just like, you know, with us. We have to be seen by a doctor in order for us to be dispensed prescription medication, and that's the same as your pet. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned ear mites, and um, that that's another problem that pets have to deal with it may not be one of those that's first and foremost on on the mind but if if your dog or cat or even the the bunny like i saw on that show if you know scratching that kind of thing that's a problem yeah yeah if your dog or cat is really just obsessed with scratching and shaking its head and things like that then that's definitely something that you need to go and get you know an ear culture and uh scraping and kind of see cytology to see if that's indeed what the problem is and then you know they can be treated but they can pass from pet to pet so heartworms fleas ticks ear mites those those are the the big parasites that we think about here in our area right absolutely yeah yeah because i mean it's First and foremost, you hate to have a flea on you and a tick on you. And so you want to, and you know, humans can, you know, ticks carry Lyme disease. So, mm. you know, if, if you can get them off of your pet and k- kill them and stuff, they won't get on you. But yeah, they can, ticks can come Lyme disease for humans as well. Are there diseases that dogs and cats can get from from fleas and ticks? Oh yeah. So when, um, when you get your annual heartworm test um, for dogs, we also tech, test for three tick-borne diseases as well. So that's anaplasma, ehrlichia, and Lyme disease. So, oh, okay. so, so the annual heartworm test also kind of gives you an indication of, yeah, you want a negative heartworm test, but it also shows whether or not they've been exposed or uh, coming down with one of those tick-borne diseases. I learned something new today. And, and Lyme disease can affect dogs too. Absolutely. Well, very good. Uh, and I guess with, with anything here that, that we've talked about, just underscore the importance of uh, uh, flea and tick preventative and, and heartworm preventative are really kind of a must if you live in Tennessee. Right. Yeah. And just keeping the conversation open with your veterinarian and just, I mean, they know the animal, they know the the lifestyle and, you know, they can make sure that you get prescribed the right product that's not going to cause any further issues for them. Well, Dawn, anything else we need to know about before our time gets away? Yeah, I just wanted to mention that if you have nothing to do this Saturday, um, Beasley will be at Bark in the Borough. It's at the outside the Student Union on MTSU campus. There's going to be lots of vendors, rescues there. It's kind of just a nice event for dog lovers and pet lovers, and um, it should be a nice day. Yeah, um, and where is that again now? It's at the. It's right outside the Student Union on the MTSU campus. Okay. Yeah, it starts at from ten to four. Ten to four, and um, I guess that's open to the community, not Absolutely. just college students. Oh, yep, it's open to anybody. Yep. And can you bring your fur babies along? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, how about that? Yeah, because it was it was scheduled for late fall last year, but we were having the canine influenza outbreak around here, so this is their postponed date. So, yeah. I remember that. That, yeah. was, that was wild. It was. I mean, yeah. bark parks and all that kind of thing. Right. You had to be yeah. really careful. Yep. So luckily the weather is cooperating. It could be, it's going to be quite a nice day for everyone to be out there. Well, very good. Dawn, I appreciate you stopping in today. Thank you for having me. Dawn Roberts joining us with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic today. You can find them online. We'll put a link to uh, Beasley on our website as well in the podcast. And be sure to check the podcast if you missed part of our conversation today on our website and wherever you consume audio, whether it's Spotify, Google, Apple. We've got you covered in all those places. Hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.